I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of March 27th to April 2nd. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. If you are joining us and you haven't subscribed to Fetacy.com, please do so. We would love to have you. It's where the unedited version of Dumpster Fire drops every Sunday. You also get a community of people who are crazy and like-minded like you fellow fan of this show and there's workouts and live streams and all kinds of fun things that we try to give the people behind the paywall like bump pictures and and all kinds of fun stuff so go to fetacy.com and subscribe and for the people who can't stand our ad reads and just can't handle Wait, fast forwarding through video. Is it video? Yeah. Some people love the sheath ads, the way you describe the Our couple. ad reads are amazing. <laughs> I put a lot out. of time and energy into them. <laughs> and I love the people who support us. And you should too, since you're not. But if you want an ad free version of this, you can go subscribe to Fetacy, where we will put the dumpster fire without the ads. We have Ava in the house. Yay. In the house. Ava Oracle. <laughs> She's our Fetacy resident. Woo, Woo, spiritual, spiritual guide. Spiritual advisor. <laughs> She's our cult leader. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the earth. Um, Ava's going to be on Watkins Welcome because she was the OG Watkins Welcome guest, like the very first one ever. Uh huh. Before we even iteration. started. Yeah. When we were in a van down by the river. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. We have Luna in the house. Hi, people. <laughs> Hi, Luna. Luna is our fa- fancy Italian makeup artist. Everyone loves Luna's I'm accent. Sure about fancy, but thank I know you. they love it. We need to just have her narrating things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before we get started, like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. And make sure that you support the people who are out there taking the hits for you. <laughs> <laughs> As Ava said. I know. She's a pregnant woman out there taking hits, people. Oh Come gosh. on. I don't know why I'm still doing this, guys. Beats I must really out of love me. you. <laughs> All right. Last week's comments. I always look forward to this. It's always a surprise. Uh-huh. Carl Day said, Joe Biden promised to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. I guess we'll never know if he succeeded. <laughs> That's a good one. Blue collared poet said, I agree with you. I'm a trans person and I'm sick of this stupid gender discourse, too. Yeah, a lot of trans people are. Mm-hmm. It's the activists. It's not it's not like the average person who just wants to live their life. Uh-huh. Zoe Escamila said, my progressive lesbian married friends called me and asked how to buy a gun and they listen to you guys now. They will be canceled soon. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I might be a progressive lesbian at heart. (laughs) Doug said, the poor shall eat lentils so that we may know them by their flatulent stench, laughs, and a just monocle. Uh, Icy Brain <laughs> said, new segment idea for women fighting for women, unhung heroes. Ooh. I like that one. I like it. Daniel Pinquist said, dainty dong bags is the best thing I've heard in the last 10 months without question. <laughs> Snooper Gnar said, dainty dong bags through my work speakers, fucking priceless. <laughs> watching this at work. I don't know. <laughs> Someone who wants to get fired, obviously. 
Um, and then Garrett Bridges said, Sam creaky wheeling in front of the camera with a board is absolute gold. It is. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Old in chief. <laughs> Biden calls for Putin to be removed. Then his team has to immediately walk it back. I'm just glad to know that Biden is on board with what our theory <laughs> of removing Putin. We're like, can't someone just take this guy out? It's good to know that the president of the United States also agrees with us. Yes. <laughs> Sure, he might be dementia riddled. <laughs> and sure. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. I just it was expressing my outrage. He shouldn't remain in power. Just like, you know, bad people shouldn't continue to do bad things. I was referring to with beating with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops who are in Poland. I'm not walking anything back. Maybe the global community pushing back against it is right when they do that. But. Is he really that wrong? I don't think so. We agree with him. But then, yeah, he had to have a cheat sheet with his answers written down for his walk back, and he still managed to screw that up somehow. I'm not <sighs> sure how. I mean, how many times do we have to say it around here? I don't want these olds running the country! <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand either. The funny thing is, is when you like live in the two Americas or in between the two Americas, you see how everybody just flip-flops no matter who's in charge and in power. And everybody always used to talk about, is this a time we should take Trump, Trump figuratively or literally? And every, everyone on the left would be like, you need to take him literally because he's actually Hitler. And now Biden's calling for this and everybody's like, oh, it's just a gaffe on the left. And they're like, oh, anybody normal knows what he actually means. Well, we are normal, and we took it exactly how he meant it, which is someone needs to take this guy out. <laughs> and I agree, probably funny when we say it in a garage. Not so funny when the head of the United States says it, and he probably shouldn't be saying it. Yeah, I'm just holding people to the same standards. But you see everybody making the same excuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like, can't hold your guy to the same standards that no. you held the other guy to, what are you doing? Nobody can. It's the same thing with what we'll cover later, obviously, the Chris Rock and the Will Smith thing. We live in this time where, like, if there's a side to be taken, someone will take it. (laughs) (laughs) There are no principles anymore. There's just sides. And not even two. Many. We live in a multiverse. A multiverse of takes. And we're all going to die. What's next? (laughs) Well, let's move on to the more fun stuff. I was just going to laugh if Anna's cheat sheet and said, do not say Boris Yeltsin. (laughs) That's why it was very clear. Like Putin. Right. Talking points. I know. Biden thinks we're back in the Cold War. It really instills a lot of confidence that this guy, befuddled old man, can't handle an off-the-cuff question. They're all like pre-approved questions. Say what you want about Trump, but that guy stood up there and took whatever question those people were throwing at him. Well, he loved <laughs> he loved improvising. Yeah. It was a nightmare for his team. Nightmare. But he loved improvising. No he one wants it. the president up there freewheeling around. Especially these old. <laughs> no. Okay, moving on mm-hmm. to a yacht for every pleb. We're back to the yachts. <sighs> Seizing Russian yachts has become a U.S. goal. <laughs> I love how they're like, bro, are we going to see some other yachts? I know. They were having this, like, you (laughs) know, debrief about uh, lawmakers and, like, grim assessments of Russia's invasion. And they were like, are we going to see some yachts? (laughs) Bro, are we going to see some other 
Yachts or what? That's what I'm here for. Everyone's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. I could really use a yacht. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me. It's just so funny. I want to make t-shirts that say, got yachts. (laughs) (laughs) More importantly, how many yachts are out there? (laughs) A lot. Gibraltar and France nabbed a few. Abramovich has a billion dollars worth of yachts. Yeah, he has five. They found out he had like a, a, a couple more under different names and corporations. Wow. Two of them are worth over $400 million each. I've seen them. I've seen them in real life. I've seen one of them in real life. I will never forget when that boat pulled into the frickin' harbor, like the bay or whatever it is, Saint-Tropez. It was like you just felt the dicks of everyone shrink (laughs) (laughs) all across the water. They just went back in. Yeah, it was like they could have been banging their Russian hookers or whatever, and they instantly got soft. You felt the deflation of an entire ecosystem. (laughs) (laughs) We do a lot of talking about the ecosystem. We don't talk enough about the ecosystem (laughs) and how it's undermining everything. And this ecosystem of yachts is insane how... You know how much fuel it takes to even power one of those things for like an hour, not even let alone a week? I can't imagine. How much, like, it's probably 10 times the amount it would take an airplane to fly across the ocean. It is insane. And you have a team just buffing and polishing the whole time, nonstop, all day long. The revolution's coming. (laughs) I think it's safe to say. (laughs) The wealth disparity in the world is unhealthy. And the ecosystem can't sustain itself. And we stand by our campaign pledge and we do stand by our campaign pledge here at fantasy we promise we will give a yacht for every pleb (laughs) (laughs) the yachts are the real victims here though (laughs) we must pray for the yachts we must free the yachts from their tyrannical owners (laughs) jesus how many freaking yachts are it's like where is my yacht (laughs) (laughs) never woke enough Parental rights and education, a.k.a. the don't say gay bill, passes in Florida. Okay. I was reading some pushback against this bill this morning to make sure that I had a balanced and, you know, somewhat reasonable perspective on it. I loathe the fact that it's been rebranded as the don't say gay bill because that's not what it is at all. I think the area that you can push back is in the lack of clarity around the language. So there is room for perhaps abusing the language to maybe take some things too far and actually punish people for saying things that are well within their First Amendment rights to say. However, this is a bill that's pretty popular with independents, Republicans, obviously, and even Democrats agree with this because very simply, it just states, please don't teach our kindergarten through third grade kids about gender and sex... Thank you. <laughs> like, I feel like it's reasonable. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't really know too much about it. I haven't read anything other than seeing the headlines of all these insanely frantic articles about what ha- tyranny this is in Florida. Well, it's brilliant rebranding. Uh-huh. I mean, branding it as the don't say gay bill is, is brilliant because now you just have people being like, gay, gay, gay. Gay, 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 like oh, they did at the freaking Oscars. For you people in Florida, we're going to have a gay night. Gay, 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 g
I watched that clip. Oh, I watched that clip and I was like, has Hollywood always been this unbearable or did I just never notice? <laughs> and I was like, or did you just get red pilled from doing this show? And Maggie all was like, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all of the above. And like, all they've the above. definitely gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's always been that bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you just never notice. Uh-huh. <laughs> they keep stepping on the same rake. Because now you're putting yourself in this position as the Democrats where they're like, uh, yeah, no, we just don't want you to teach our kids about sex and gender K through third grade. Right. And then they're like, oh, really? Well, you guys are bigots and homophobic. Like, what? Why do you need to talk about this? I didn't know shit about my teachers. No. I didn't even know their first names. No. I didn't know that if they were married, like, why do you need your lifestyle validated by children? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand that. It's K through 12. And then it's like, this is where it's a little unclear. And I'm not. And I think there's reason for pushback against this aspect of the bill where it's fourth grade and up. It's like whatever is considered age appropriate. Okay. And so that's where it gets ambiguous, and I think they would have benefited from clarifying the language just because it would have made the bill stronger, and because they didn't, it does make it open to, like, like worse faith interpretations of the law. Right. And then someone yesterday was like, some teacher already got reported for wearing a trans kids matter shirt at school, and I'm like, why the f- are they wearing that at school? Yeah. And the law is that you can't wear anything political at school. Uh-huh. So you can't wear a, a MAGA shirt at school either. You would get, they would make you change that shirt too, but they're acting like, oh, this is like transphobia. And that's the only shirt they would ever make them change. No. And yeah, it's a big show. And then, of course, because it's Florida, Disney got caught in the middle of it because Disney at first wasn't really commenting on it. And then the bill passed. Then they came, got mad at Disney for not commenting on it, that they being kind of the LGBTQIA plus activists. They got mad and then Disney pivoted and they came out and made a statement and then they pissed off, you know, their like flyover country audience. Uh-huh. Because their audience is like normal families, people with children. Well, then they said something came out that said Disney to remove all mentions of traditional gender roles at theme parks. Yes. Which and means, princesses. Well, this means like <laughs> they were saying in part of the article I read, it was like they're not going to address the audience as ladies and gentlemen anymore, whatever. But I'm like, what does this mean for the Disney princesses? Yeah. Like, are they getting doing away with the Disney are princesses? Are they going like, to redo no, every Disney movie now? <laughs> that's their friggin' bread and butter. I, they like made the princess thing Uh they're like here at disney we will not be having any more princesses we will only be allowing yes queen (laughs) hey (laughs) i got a groan out of ava on that one (laughs) look on ava's face (laughs) this is also infuriating to me who's always getting mad at all of these people who have billions of dollars and that and are famous with their bad PR management. This is basic crisis management. You don't pivot midstream. <laughs> you stick with a message and you stay with that message. If you pivot midstream, you're going to piss everybody off. Uh-huh. Which is what they ended up doing. It's a disaster. But I think that it's not going to go well for Disney. I've never seen a company implode so fast. We'd like to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors, Sheath and Hero Transport. Sheath was created by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry in the desert. He was out there. He was getting sweaty. He was thinking, there must be something better. (laughs) 
than this chafing and and sweatness down there. And certainly there is. He came up with the dual pouch system, a little kangaroo pouch that gently cradles the balls and the family jewels, and it keeps it separate from the genitalia. There's a little hole that it can poke through and say, hello, separate from the balls, separate from the legs, and you can mow the lawn and work out, and you're not thinking about all that stuff jiggling around down there. And they create a women's line, which is equally as supportive, and it's supportive in different ways. For instance, the Modal fabric keeps your pH nice and balanced, you know, gets a little swampy down there. (laughs) It's like tuna fish at a concert on a hot summer day, but not when you're wearing sheath underwear. And then they also have these beautiful supportive sports bras. They've got booty shorts. You can go to sheathunderwear.com and use the code dumpster to get 20% off your entire order. Also, Father's Day is coming up and this is a great gift. And Mother's Day, women! Link is in the description below. Let's talk about Hero Transport. They're family owned and operated an independent trucking company. They're founded by a truck driver and the reason that we're here talking to you is that they're looking for drivers. It's a growing company that has delivered thousands of loads across America, and the average take-home pay for a driver is $2,000 per week. Truck owner operators can make up to six figures. If my life went in a different direction, this is absolutely the profession that I would have and thrive in. Hero Transport is awesome because they value integrity, dignity, and independence. Hero Transport supports drivers building financial independence with industry-leading pay. And the coolest thing, 35% of Hero Transport's drivers are women and over 50% of the company's employees are women. Hero provides drivers and owner operators with security and stability, guaranteed work, and routes available year-round. You can find out more and apply at hero-transport.com or send your resume to recruiting at hero5transport.com. That's hero, the number five transport.com. The link for all of this is in the description below. Moving on to California. Gavin Newsom is reading banned books to figure out what these states are so afraid of, quote unquote. Again, my rage starts with the bad PR. (laughs) How are you so bad at your job, public relations people? What you're hired for is to help us. To help us, not to fuck us up. I know good people at this, experts, people I would hire in a crisis when our mix, you know, our mixtape goes out into the world <laughs> with us saying fats, pores, olds. I have people that I'm going to call immediately because they know what they're doing. Apparently, these people don't because if you did, you would realize that one of the books in your little setup photo shoot is banned in California <laughs> to kill a mockingbird. We covered it on Dumpster Fire. If you paid attention to Dumpster Fire, Gavin Newsom, you would know these things. <laughs> yeah, Gavin. <laughs> First of all, maybe try reading the bill, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Let's start there. That's what you should have been reading in that picture. And we all know it. I have no love for that man whatsoever. So open roast season on him. Second of all, are you the French Laundry reading this? Why is it rolled up freaking silverware in front of you? You're not like at home in your comfy chair so you brought a stack of five books to read to the restaurant yeah this is why you can't get a table at the french laundry because <laughs> freaking gavin newsom just holed up reading all these books he should have read when he was in like eighth grade right and, and having a photo <laughs> shoot about it so you know there's like 50 people there 
<laughs> yeah. How they had to do the little crisscross of the books. Oh my God. Just thinking of how many people had to stage that photo and how bad it still was and wrong. And then it's, he's on like page one of Beloved. <laughs> it's like you couldn't even turn to like the middle of the book. None of the books up on my reading. None of the books have a crease in the spine either. Like they're all new. This reminds me of when Sam and I went to an LA Kings game and there was some douchebag reading infinite jest sitting in front of us at the Kings game. We're just like, what? Who brings a book to a hockey game? Not to mention infinite jest, the most pretentious Uh. book ever. We were like, is this real? Full on, like, reactively reading, turning the page. We saw this in the wild. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and the thing that kills me the most about this freaking Gavin Newsom post is it has 115,000 likes. They're bots. So They're Russian bots. 115,000 dumb people. They're freaking commie bots. <laughs> <laughs> right, because he's in California. Yeah. And then we have LA shows a drop in population of 176,000 people between mid-2020 and mid-2021. I know why, because they've all been watching Dumpster Fire. <laughs> and there's our Leon. viewers. <laughs> I mean, gee, I can't imagine why. I wish I could do a mashup of every single California we've done in the past two years. Oh, God. oh could it be the rising crime, the insane taxes, the bad roads, the horrible school systems, the fact that like half of the children are illiterate by the time they're in eighth grade or some ridiculous standards, the wildfires, the earthquakes, the drug the problem, drug problem, forest fires, our grid is going down. We have no water. We could go on. We could go on. Why are you here? Might you ask? I don't want to hear about it in the comments. Not all of us are rich and can just pick up our life and move when we want to. Yeah. That's- that's what rich people could do. Us poor's got to stay here and pay the price for these stupid policies that these people who are leaving and fleeing this state probably voted for. It f- pisses me off. <laughs> and then they're like, just move. I'm like, okay, Silicon Valley millionaire, just go f- yourself. You want to buy me a house first? <laughs> yeah. Want to buy me a house from BlackRock? I hate them too. By the way, still no parking and can't get into the French laundry, even with that population loss. In other news, Texas gained 176,000 people. (laughs) Exactly. Tax the rich. I'll never have a house. And now you're going to find out why. BlackRock's president calls millennials the entitled generation and will now learn what suffering shortages means. BlackRock has over $9 trillion in assets. This guy. He's a boomer. Have boomers ever suffered the lack of anything (laughs) other than morals? (laughs) Other than being like complete sellout, bankrupt of their own hippie philosophy that they had once upon a time i know it's not like boomers were deprived of anything growing up no they grew up probably in the greatest times ever yeah they were like the most coddled generation my mother always says that's why they were ruined as a class that's why they (laughs) ruined the world generation blackrock's evil they're just buying everything they own everything and they there's nothing we can really do no no (laughs) i would have some jokes but um, we will own nothing and we will be happy. We won't be happy, but we probably will own nothing. <laughs> yeah. And this is a guy who makes $19 million a year, at least. Ugh. He's suffering a lot. 
That the audacity of somebody in that position to be like, millennials are just entitled. I mean, I can't believe they want things like healthcare and um, houses and to be able to afford gas and and, and meat. <laughs> They're not going to suffer anything. These fuckers. They're just openly mocking us now. Yeah. And they own like what eighty percent of everything. I'm gonna. I'm. I mean, <laughs> I. Lot. I'm all for the revolution. <laughs> uh, Toronto landlord who owns thirty thousand houses explains why young people don't want homes. This could have been breaking Bridget. <laughs> it's again, not that we don't want to own homes, just the fact that you've bought up all the inventory and priced us out of it. Ugh. How is this even legal? I think if you asked a lot of millennials, and that tends to be our primary resident, um, they would probably tell you that they don't necessarily desire to own a home or to mm-hmm. own a car. And they've grown up in the sharing economy. I mean, it is maddening. And he's like, gaslighting. Well, millennials, they seem to like living in communal spaces. So they're, they're <laughs> all for kind of like share and share alike. So they really like having kind of like rental units with like they just social like, spaces. You know, and- they're just like sharing their ride share. Like they're like the generation that grew up like they just want to like share bodily fluids in small spaces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just doing them a favor by buying up all the inventory, pricing them out of it, and forcing them to rent at prices that are like rents have got up forty percent too. I know it's everywhere. Insane. It's insane. So it's not even like it's some great deal. I know this is like this is Sam. I'm starting to believe you, Sam. <laughs> I take everything just say back. It. You were right. <laughs> Maybe Sam is the true we prophet like of our a, time. We Thank need you. like a, you were right, Sam. Like a bucket of cheer. You were right, Sam. Andy, if you could get on that, please. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take everything from us until all we have left are pitchforks and lentils. Ugh. I have a pitchfork right over there. It's that's ready a rake. to go. It'll it's do. It's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a pretty hefty shovel you got there, too. It's a rake, Bridget. <laughs> I can I can turn it into a pitchfork. <laughs> you can stab a, You're like you I'll stab still rake your with face that. with it. <laughs> That's a hearty rake. Bridget shows up in the mob with a rake. <laughs> like get out of here! <laughs> like pitchforks only. It's like a Far Side cartoon. <laughs> Who's the asshole with the rake? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna pry my pitchfork slash rake out of my cold dead hands. And now let's take a quick check-in on the weather with Diana Alvarado. La imagen satelital y bueno es que le comento que tuvimos una línea de inestabilidad que cruzó por nuestra ciudad, continúa alejándose hacia el oeste, dejando ya despejada nuestra ciudad para los próximos días. If you liked our weather report, we still want you to like, subscribe and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. And please make sure that you do what really matters and tell one person about this show because it's the only way anyone will ever find out about us because <laughs> the algorithm Hates is us. not our friend. <laughs> YouTube has throttled us until our growth is non-existent. I take it as a compliment. <laughs> we're touching some buttons. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we're pushing someone's buttons. Eh? And then we have what is happening. I'm sure you've all been waiting for this one. The slap. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. 
Will Smith just smacked the sh- Will Smith walks on stage during the Oscars and slaps Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife. In case you weren't sure how mentally ill this town is, you had a perfect demonstration of it at the Oscars. (laughs) Things aren't great here in Tinseltown. It's a mental illness factory. We have this sign, gone to the glue factory. You got to see the horses turned into glue (laughs) (laughs) at the Oscars. (laughs) Again, I don't know what the hell was going on with that PR because pivoted midstream. You can't smack someone on live television internationally and then get up and give an apology to everyone but the person you slapped. It it was a crazy, mentally kind of unstable, rambling apology. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to all my fellow nominees. Love will make you do crazy things. And then cut to you partying at the after parties like you don't give a f***. And then giving a tearful notes apology on your Instagram that Monday and then following following resigning from the Academy. Like, I'm worried about this person. Yeah. I'm worried about Will. Terrible damage control, first of all. What are you doing? Okay, if you're going to apologize, don't let your client go out and be seen, like, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, no, no, waving no, no. it around like you just don't care. Either, like, go with the – lean into being a bad boy. You're free of being this good guy. You get to, you know, suit up and do some different roles, probably roles you wanted to do and couldn't do. Or lean into being the good guy and make the apology and then don't go party with your Oscar. Like, you, what what is happening? Publicly. I mean, what yeah. – that was the craziest thing. Literally everyone online was like, what is happening? That is the – it's the question Twitter asks you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is that question for a reason, because in that moment, the moment that really, truly Twitter is made for, everyone was like, what is happening? Uh-huh. And then the standing truly. ovation oh, the of standing everybody ovation. else just applauding it. That was disgusting when he, was, when he got his award. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be awkward when he wins Best Actor in like 10 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it was. And then gets a standing ovation and gives a tearful speech and says, blames it on God and says, love makes you do crazy things. And we now go to our celebrity correspondent for his take on this. Hey, look, it was unfortunate. I I think Will was wrong. Uh, Look, I understood the feeling. And then there's all the just reaction to it. The reaction to it was nuts, too. This is what I mean. If there's a side to be taken, someone will take it. Uh-huh. It was like, and I'm like, all these people who are standing for Will Smith, you're going to look like idiots on Monday when he ends up apologizing. Like, Will Smith doesn't even agree with what Will Smith did. Uh-huh. And you're like, mm-hmm. actually, Will Smith did it because it was the 400 years of oppression coming out. It, like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Then Amy Schumer kind of alluded to the fact that she was taking a break because she was traumatized still from witnessing the slap. And now to our comedian correspondent, Dave Yates. Oh, hey, Bridget. It's Dave Yates, your In the Woods comedian correspondent. Uh, I've decided to move to the trees because Amy Schumer says it's not safe to do comedy out there. Well, in actuality, Amy, it ain't been safe to do comedy for a very long time now. For decades, they've been hitting us with mic stands, throwing beer bottles at us. One time, a friend of mine even had a human sh- 
taken on his car because someone didn't like what he had to say on stage. Uh, so basically what I'm trying to say is if you're afraid to do comedy right now, either learn to do a good front kick and a karate chop or stay the f*** away from comedy. Back to you in the studio, everybody. Like, good for Chris, who just freaking took it. Uh, yeah. Took it like a champ. I love that moment. If you granted me one wish and a genie came out of the bottle, I would say, and they said, what do you want? I'd say, I want to know what ran through Chris Rock's head the minute <laughs> he said, oh, I could, and, like, stopped himself from unloading on national television all of the dirt that he knew and jokes that he had lined up. <laughs> I could, oh, okay. I wish I could have just seen that zoom through his brain, all of it, <laughs> where he's like, um, I could. And I, the self-restraint, I don't have that kind of self-restraint. Yeah, no, because you were like, as a comedian, it was like watching him like co- cock a loaded yeah. gun to it be was like, like him loading the chamber and then being like, nah. The thing, too, is like people will come out with this argument like, oh, this isn't a roast show, blah, blah, blah. Have you seen the Oscars? This is exactly what this is for. This is a place where all of these celebrities get together and they put up with all of these roast jokes and being self-deprecating to hide the fact that they're just giving each other awards and million-dollar gift bags and it's a bunch of millionaires blowing smoke up each other's asses for the entertainment of us plebs yep. mm-hmm. so that they can ultimately make more money. Right. So they're okay with just sitting there and taking it. They have to pretend that they aren't all self-aggrandizing, narcissistic pieces of shit. And Will Smith shattered that illusion. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Because we all knew that they were hypocritical pieces of shit from Weinstein and um, who was the guy that... Woody Allen? No, the other rapist. Okay, yeah. See, exactly. There's (laughs) more than one Uh that I can't even remember. So this always lurked in the bowels of this industry, and everybody turned the other cheek, and we all knew this, but this was so so open when he did that, and then everybody gave him a standing ovation. It was like, what is happening? So disgusting. What is happening? And like Sam said... Jada will probably be in G.I. Jane, too. Yeah. There's some executive probably <laughs> calling up CAA or WME and being like, hey, so what if we get Jada mm-hmm. as G.I. Jane, too, and Demi Moore is going to be producing? I did get an inside scoop on who's going to be the host next year. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome! But if they really want ratings, they should have Will Smith and Chris Rock host the Oscars. <laughs> That would get them ratings. Yeah, I'd I would watch, watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I might even watch it. I have an idea, Academy. Listen to me and you won't have these PR disasters. If they f- do that now, you're going to be like, God damn it! The rhino <laughs> of the culture war strikes again. We've lost another we lost test. another test. Getting poached. <laughs> we'll take another quick minute to thank our sponsors, Fume and IP Vanish. It's that time of year. When cravings start kicking in, which is for me, year-round. Which is why I'm excited to partner with Fume. Fume is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. And vaping now, too. 
And this is an easy way to help you with that hand-to-mouth addiction, which is one of the hardest aspects to break. Fume is made of 100% Canadian maple and uses these cores that are infused with plant oils that are studied to curve specific cravings. And you can go online and take a quiz and figure out which specific flavors will help you with your particular cravings that you might be experiencing. Maybe you need a boost. Maybe you're feeling like you need to be grounded. I've had a lot of family members and friends who have tried Fume and been very successful with it. It's such a great segue into just living a smoke-free life. Go to breathefume, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash Bridget. Use the code Bridget and get 10% off your entire order. Link is in the description below. Tired of feeling like somebody's always watching you on the internet? Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you or you're concerned with your privacy, your identity, your location. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Just like that. She's gone take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash dumpster and use the promo code dumpster and claim 70% off savings. That is like getting nine months for free. This is a great deal. And just like that, link is in the description below. Siri, please take my life. Oh my god. A robot made of magnetic slime could be deployed inside the body to perform tasks such as retrieving objects swallowed by accident. How many people are swallowing objects? I know, that you need to create a robotic <laughs> solution for them? This is like the number one priority with this technology. Ugh. It seems like a cover. Yeah. It looks like poo. They're so creepy. It does look like poo. This is the T-1000 technology. Yeah. Exactly this. If you mix this with Boston Dynamics, you've got Terminator. Uh Uh-huh. We will now cut to our cybernetic expert to discuss the technology. T-1000. Advanced prototype. Amimetic polyalloy. What the hell does that mean? Liquid metal. Although now I do know how they're going to get those microchips we all got implanted (laughs) in us out. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have Infolds Wars with Sammy Flaps and Folds. <laughs> Bill Gates says developed nations should move to 100% synthetic meat. Tell us about this, Sam. <sighs> he owns all the farmland. He owns majority of Monsanto, which is patenting seeds. And now he wants us to eat all the soy stuff when he's got man boobs. I guess it means we're eating him first when we eat the rich. hey <laughs> He doesn't look like he tastes very good. Bill Gates, the original soy boy. Ava agrees with me. Where do they get the synthetic beef from? <laughs> <laughs> boobs from Bill Gates. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, look at a picture of Bill Gates. He's got like size C cup boobs. Gates jelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is Gates jelly that slimy black shit we just Ew. saw? <laughs> That's what he excretes? 
That's his ejaculate. Maybe that is what the lizard people excrete. Yeah. yeah. Magnetic robots that can climb inside you? Yes. Yes. Actually, that makes Ugh. a lot of sense. It's like the invasion Ugh. of the body snatchers. Anyways, buy land, stock up on meat, get a deep freeze. We can't buy land, Sam. It's all been bought. It's all been taken. Get a little plot of land somewhere meat that cost you can a at fortune. Least we own. can't afford it. <laughs> Donate to fetacy.com so we don't need lentils. <laughs> dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. <laughs> I imagine that's what Matilda's doing inside of you. That's too. what she was doing all night, I think. <laughs> she was like practicing her diving. dumpster diving. Like, ah, get me out of here. Oscar gift bags were worth over $140,000. Fuck you. <sighs> I just can't stand any of these people lecturing us about our privilege. And they're giving this shit to millionaires. Yeah. Like people free. who can afford this shit. For free. <laughs> Give it to us. Give it to the plebs. A gift bag for every pleb. A gift bag for every pleb. (laughs) I heard Justin Timberlake has like a wing of his house is just like dedicated to all the different gift bags he's got. A wing of his house. Just that sentence alone. They were designated a Scottish lord or lady, which is like a thing you can buy like a square acre or something. Yeah, it's like a small piece of land or small. It's like a square foot of land and be designated a lord and lady or something like that. But they were also given like a $50,000 trip to stay in a Scottish castle. And like, I mean, it's insane. I I hate these people. The revolution is coming. (laughs) And then we have a paralyzed man receives a brain chip. And the first thing he says is, I want a beer. Oh, man, after my own heart (laughs) wants a beer. First thing when he wakes up out of like a comb being locked in. Yeah, yeah. ALS and is locked in. I mean, imagine being locked in for that long. And all you've wanted the whole time is beer. (laughs) No one's offered you one. Of course not, because you're like in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I know I would want a beer too someone could have offered that guy a beer somewhere along the way (laughs) it's like the literal representation of what it's like to be an alcoholic (laughs) they say that Bill Wilson on his deathbed was asking for like a glass of scotch and a cigarette or something like that yeah never leaves you nope even the other day my aunt was asking me what kind of mimosas I liked for the shower and I was like, the kind with alcohol. <laughs> it never leaves. It never leaves. And the world is ending. I sure picked a fine time to, dr- to quit drinking. I couldn't have quit drinking like in the aughts when everyone was killing it. No, I had to quit in 2013 right before shit at the fan of the world started to end. I should have been a blackout this whole time. No, but you at least got to go have fun and party in the aughts when everyone else was. When I was partying adjacently from Harry. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were a very good partier. I'm Justin Timberlake was thinking about me. Uh-huh. <laughs> he still is. Don't worry. <laughs> he's in his. He's walking his in his wing, <laughs> thinking about Bridget. It's like, like my wing got bag. a mention. I could give her this gift bag. <laughs> Justin, send us some gift bags, please. There are five of us on set right now. Yes, we need five gift, six gift bags. It's uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of estrogen in here. Breaking Bridget. <laughs> the Biden administration endorses transgender youth sex change operations, top surgery, and hormone therapy. The parents of transgender children. Affirming your child's identity is one of the most powerful things you can do to keep them safe and healthy. 
Yeah. This. <laughs> when people tell me that this is just fringe and that it's not mainstream and then you have the White House and the top people in the land saying that they're all for gender affirmation, which sounds on its face like, oh, yay, that sounds okay. What could be so wrong with that? Other than the fact that you're basically sanctioning medicalization of all these children and Every other country is getting away from this. So there's not much science to back this up. If you look at the list of countries that are like Sweden, Finland, everyone who kind of went in this direction of gender affirming care is now saying that they don't see the outcomes, the mental health outcomes are very rarely improved. It's usually a very small, minuscule portion of the population that sees any improvement, probably the portion that would be considered truly gender dysphoric, and the rest of people have the same or worse mental health outcomes from this kind of care. What is gender affirmation care, you might ask yourself? Well, their social affirmation used to be just wait and see. That was like the standard practice. If a kid came in and said, I don't know if I feel like I'm in the right body or whatever, they'd wait and see. And there would be some kind of social affirmation where you, uh, you know, wear what you want, dress how you like. And now they would encourage you to use, change your name, use different pronouns. And you would do this at any time. And they would say, that's fine because this is reversible. If they decide to ch- ch- say like, ah, oh, that really was just a phase or maybe it was like I'm gay and this is internalized homophobia that I was dealing with or I have an eating disorder, a million other things, you can still reverse your name, your decision to be referred to as Pamela and your <laughs> – Yeah, your clothing or Your clothing style. and your hairstyle. Pamela. <laughs> and your pronouns and you can go back to using – the boys' bathroom. <laughs> like, those things you can change. Um, the the scary thing that they're doing is saying that puberty blockers are reversible, which is not true at all. If you stop puberty, you often are sterilizing these kids. There's lots of scientific evidence that shows, and they haven't even done enough science on this because they're using all these kids as a freaking experiment, which is why places like Sweden are backing off from this. You're stopping their hormones right during puberty, which is insane. Like, even being pregnant, just seeing how much hormones affect everything. In order for me to even go into labor, I need oxytocin to kick in. Oxytocin, the love drug... It starts all the contractions. If I get too scared and get a bunch of adrenaline and there's commotion around me or something, adrenaline comes along and is like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And oxytocin's like, eh, I'm scared. And then the contractions stop. Like, that's how powerful hormones are. Yeah. And they, and they, and they have a huge impact in developing parts of our brain. And they don't even know what happens to a developmental brain if you stop the hormones right. in a male or a female. And they were mm-hmm. saying, like, it's a lie that it's just like, oh, it's a press pause without without affecting anything. You can just press Bullshit. pause and delay puberty for no. a few years. That is false. Yeah. No, a lot of people never get their period again. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's it's not it's not reverse. It's not reversible. And then they are advocating for hor- so gender affirmation care. The next step would be hormone therapy. Hormone therapy is testosterone for people who are female and want to transition to men or estrogen for people who are born uh, male and want to transition to female. Again, 
the science is all just coming out about how this actually affects you. Again, there's very little discussion. People like Buck Angel and Blair White do a great job of talking about what this actually means and looks like in the long term, how you're always going to have to be on drugs for the rest of your life. It's not a process that ever stops. And you would they would suggest you start this in early adolescence. And they say it's partially reversible. Again, people who go on these hormones have side effects when they decide to detransition or go back that are irreversible. Like Mm -hmm. some, they don't talk about this stuff because it's uncomfortable, but some women get like, like your clit will get bigger if you're on testosterone. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't just like go away. Right. It doesn't like revert back. Some people, if they're on hormones too long, women in particular, they'll be sterile. So, like, that's not reversible. Not even partial. What is partially reversible anyway? I don't even know what that means. Like, you can kind of take it back. It just doesn't even make sense. And then, next up, and this is just explaining what this White House means when they say very loosely, oh, with gender-affirming care, gender-affirming surgeries, which is chopping your boobs off, chopping your dick off, um, top surgery is what they would call it. Or bottom surgery, surgery on the genitals or the reproductive organs. A lot of women are having, like, their whole uterus taken out. I mean, this is – they do, like, facial feminization. It's endless amounts of surgeries. There's a high price for this. There's also a lot of surgeries that get botched and never – like, you're always getting surgery forever. And you typically would do this in adulthood – on a case-by-case basis, but they're lying when they say that this isn't happening to teenagers. There are many teenagers online who are talking about how they were allowed to cut their boobs off at, like, age 16, for example. Mm -hmm. And too many. One Mm -hmm. is too many. Mm -hmm. Because you don't... How do you... can How can you even consent to something like that at 16 years old? And there's all this support for kids who want to transition, and there is no support whatsoever for kids who have realized they made a mistake and want to detransition. Oh, and by the yeah. way, your you because of gender affirming care, it's considered medical necessity for you to get this stuff done and so your health insurance will pay for your transition, but when you want to detransition, good luck having them pick up the phone and answer cuz they won't. Ugh. Because it would be tacitly admitting that you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. nobody wants to, like, deal with the detransitioners. They just get cast aside and tossed out into the woods. There's going to be so many lawsuits. It's so – it is so f***ed up. I'm sorry. And the other thing that's messed up about gender-affirming care on this federal level is that you are essentially forcing people in licensed professions, like medical professions – and like therapeutic professions to automatically affirm if some kid comes in and says, hey, I'm feeling this way. You can't push back. You can't question it. You have to just get on board. And if you don't, it's considered conversion therapy. Like, 
And that's so dangerous. <laughs> so dangerous. Because what if the child is dealing with something else and this is how it's manifesting? Yeah. Which is often the case. Which is often the case because actual legitimate kids who want to transition and people who are legitimately trans is a very, very small percentage of the population. And what if it is just a social contagion right now? For instance, with girls who it's exploded by like 4,400%. I know. Like, how can you actually just look around and be like, yeah, this is this is normal. This like is normal. this is yeah. just something we ignored in our population. No, it's like TikTok and teenage girls are so impressionable. They do think this is how they do things. They do things in these little herds where it, yeah. it's like we've seen this before. And it's not some moral panic that people are having. It's people who are legitimately concerned for their children and other people i'm concerned for other people's children and these poor parents these parents aren't bigots they're trying to do what's good for their kids in some states their kids will get taken away if they don't affirm their kids gender by the state and it's and they're being told that this is what they need to do to save their child's life yeah no it's emotionally manipulative so they'll say do you want a trans kid or a dead kid which is like the most up emotionally manipulative language and also not true yeah and this is a money grab too because the amount of clinics that like exist in this country has Mm -hmm. exploded and this is a growing industry and what's going to happen whenever the child grows up and then they get angry at their parents why did you agree with this decision when i was a child in some instances when the state gets involved and puts these kind of umbrella rules about gender affirming care and this is why people like republicans are pushing back like with the don't say gay bill because it is you end up having a situation where the teachers are separating you from the parents to a certain extent and keeping keeping things secrets from the parents like if my kid was going to school and was saying calling themselves by a different name California and California they're under no obligation to tell me that that's going on the whole school and the administration can be calling my kid a different name treating them as a different gender and I would never know it which I think is up because they'll say mm-hmm. oh i just don't feel safe and my parents are bigots but maybe like give us the opportunity to deal with that instead of just assuming that the parents that we can't handle yeah. it. right it's so messed up it's so mu- and then biden gives a speech and he's like you know we we're we're here we believe in you like talking to for, on trans visibility day like you were created in the image of god made in the image of god which Okay, so God put you in the wrong body and then needed you to get all this surgery and you were the wrong gender. <laughs> like, God sounds like God kind of. Up. I mean, and the thing is, is like, they're transitioning legitimately has saved people's lives. Like, of Buck course. Angel talked about it, of and course. I'm sure Blair White talks about it too in the podcast, but. But they also talk about how they would not wish it on their worst enemy. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like, I, this was hard. Acting like this is something that is an easy lifestyle, that it's an easy choice to make, that it's easy to take these drugs forever, that it's easy to live this way is, it, is insane. Yeah. And she's like, I wouldn't wish this on anybody because if Blair was saying this, because if you, if you, you can't possibly understand how challenging it is just from the bi- just from the whole gamut socially physically all of the things that you have to do it's not an easier you're not setting these people up for like an easier way through life right and we're treating mm-hmm. it so lightly right now yeah. it's just being like pushed through with no brakes on it and no 
checks to make sure that this is actually what should be going on. And these parents are distraught. They don't know what to do. It's They're up against these massive institutions who have all this power. If you're so, a therapist who might not be on board with this, like you can lose your license. Same with being a doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to lose your job, but you lose your license. You can't go work in another state. Right. Yeah. And then if you've got a parent terrified, their some child is going through something and you've got a doctor telling them this is the solution. You need to get on board. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that some people are pushing back. And it seems like more and more people are pushing back, in particular in the UK. They're really starting to, like, organize. I don't want to be on the side of people. I want to be able to look back and be like, I was always against that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fine with, you know, it's people always conflate, like, this conversation that we're having with, oh, you're a bigot. Like, if you even bring up these points and these science, it's like, oh, you're just a transphobe with your transphobic science and your transphobic language. No. This is something that we need to have a discussion about. You can't just use a whole generation of children as a science experiment. Yeah. It's f***ed up. It, like, I'll f***ing keep hammering this nail until they silence me. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. We must Dumpster think of the children. The, for the children, yeah. <laughs> we must think of the children. For real, though. Won't somebody please think of the children? And to cleanse your palate, we have the internet is glorious. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow! No pulse. Everyone clear? Shocking? We had to arrange. No content. You broke the rule. Before we go, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and touch my bells and buttons. Anywhere you can. Everywhere you can. Rumble. YouTube. We're a podcast now. Fantasy News. We had Clifton Duncan on Walk-Ins Welcome. Go check out Walk-Ins Welcome wherever podcasts are available. Subscribe. And just, you know, do your thing. People were loving this episode this week. It was getting tons of play on Rumble. And they were like, what's this podcast? <laughs> you know who listens to this podcast? Joe Rogan! I heard this is where Joe Rogan comes to get his takes on things. His wacky takes. <laughs> yeah. Bridget's hilarious. Yes. By the way, um, the, her podcasts um, are amazing. And go go find them because they're some of the best podcasts. And she has some of the best takes on everything. Yep. Anything that so, wacky shit that happens in the news... I always go to Bridget to get my Absolutely. Takes. You can all blame me for Joe Rogan's bad, wacky takes. <laughs> Check out Geriatric Mommy on Substack. We have a lot of stuff coming down the pipes with Substack. So look for that and subscribe. It's free. Get on. It's a good place to find us if we get banned from literally everywhere else. Also, Fetacy.com is a great place to find us. You can go subscribe there and also subscribe for free. We have the unedited version for our paywall people. Of the dumpster fire every Sunday. We also have an ad free version now of dumpster fire for our subscribers, the edited version. And you can check out all of our merch at BridgetFetacy.com. We have lots of merch coming too. We're excited about it. We're making a lot of changes and we're going to be pretty much working just hand in hand with Squidprint. Yep. And we're excited about that. No more women hoodies. Y'all missed out. Sorry. I had a piece on Spectator that was a state of virtual war. Check that out. I wrote about how weird it is to watch the war virtually. A lot of you have really kind of heard these pieces because I workshop them here. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. Thank you to our sponsors, Sheath, Hero Transport, IP Vanish, and Fume. We can't do this without our sponsors. So please support the people who support your favorite internet ragtag Women! 
Thank you, supporters and subscribers. We love you. We can't do this without you. We might be the few, the proud, the Marines of the internet, but (laughs) we are glorious. Thank you, Andy Chandler. Thank you, Matt Monroe. Thank you, Dave Yates. Thank you, Better Fetacy. We can't do this without all of our writers, editors, and researchers. This is a giant team effort, and the team is growing. Mm -hmm. And so the more that you love us, the more that we can love on them and shower them with accolades and money, which I want to do. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Ava Oracle. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Luna Viola. Thank you, B. This was a fun one. Thank you, Matilda, for one more week of Dumpster Fire. Woohoo! You're welcome. She's holding it down. All right, we plan to have one more. We, we will plan see to have one more. If that, how Matilda cooperates. Matilda's with our that. showrunner, though. <laughs> I think she can hang out. I think she can do it. This has been your Dumpster Fire for the week of March 27th to April 2nd. I'm Bridget Fetessy. Now make me rich! Yeah!